This is the Start Today Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Mike. And today, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2019. Today's not New Year's Day, though. No, it's not really. Who knows what day it is, actually? <laughs> it's already moving quick. It's, the, it's, the, it's, you know, it's early January still, though, and we're, we're off to a new start. We are off we're to, off a new to start. season two. Season two. Boom. We have Coming moved into you. our second year. And we're stoked about it. We're super stoked about it. We've got a fun new year. We got a lot of things coming up. Um, new faces, new voices, really. Yeah, voices. More, yeah, it's not TV. I have the same face. Well, I am the same voice. You do. Maybe not, though. Maybe I'm getting you're a little skin- raspier. I was going to say, maybe your face is getting thinner. Maybe oh, you're losing I hope weight. So. Yeah. Let's hope so. Do you, have a, do you have a New Year's resolution to lose weight? That's just like my daily. That's just an get everyday. Off your lazy backside. And, yeah. and move your body. That's a good, that's a good goal. Go put it in motion. Uh, totally. Go go be motion. Motion. So we hope uh, you enjoy this coming up episode. We we reflect on a lot of things. We actually got a long uh, we got a longer episode out of it than we even thought we would get. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, we talked about a lot of cool things that we that impacted us from last year's show. The yeah, the highlights. Shows highlights, favorite highlights, and um, personal and. And show, and show wise, and then we talk about what's uh, what to expect in this new year, personal and show wise. That's right. So uh, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff to check out. Um, there'll be you, you'll hear it. Just uh, enjoy the show, and uh, thanks for being with us. Yeah, drum roll, please. Here we go. Enjoy. Happy 2019, everyone. Welcome to the Start Today podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a new year. New year, new you. New year, new <laughs> you. That's what they say. I don't know. Do you have abs yet? I, I mean, it's only been a couple of days, and I haven't gone to the gym yet. Wah, 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 wah. How, are you, how are you not just completely <laughs> jacked yet? I don't know. I, you want to know what's funny? We're going to get there, but exercising more is one of my New Year's resolutions. How about yeah. that? How about it? Same. I tried actually. This is a true story. I tried to go to the gym this week and it was closed until Monday. <laughs> <laughs> until which I tried to go on Wednesday and they're like, no, we don't open till next Monday. Oh, that makes it. They're doing the, renovations. You, they're doing renovations. Don't so. you know it's New Year's? People are trying to get you know, in I was here. like, come on, man. Get your crap together. I'm yeah. trying to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be productive. <laughs> but I'd say, uh, I'd say 2019 is off to a, a pretty darn good start. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with my 2019 start. Yeah. We had a pretty crazy uh end of 2018 with sickness in our house, so having a healthy sort of health like a healthy new year was uh encouraging and made for a uh, you know, a good start to the new year. Yeah. Were were you guys sick like Christmas day? No, we were so finally so They cleared it a little bit before then. Huh? Yeah, so my kid, my son got sick like I want to say about two weeks before Christmas Day. And he was sick for about 12, 10 to 12 days. And so um, we were in and out, you know, in and out of Kaiser, in and out of urgent care. He was on IV. Yeah. He he had a stomach sickness and he couldn't keep anything down and he kept getting dehydrated, which it was like cyclical. So like you get dehydrated and then you can't keep anything down because you're dehydrated. Right, like just and everything is not it's functioning. Just nothing, correctly. nothing is going right, and so yeah, my wife and I both got the stomach bug that he had, but for us it only lasted like twelve hours, twelve twenty four hours. Right, um, and then I thought I had it too, where I was getting fevers, chills, just, all ugh, that. It's just awful. And then it just you just, wake up and it you're just like, stopped. oh, it's gone. Yeah, it was weird, and for him it just wasn't. And then uh, as soon as he was better, both him and the baby got an ear infection. So. Oh, dude, ear infections, I remember those as kids. I don't think I've had any as an adult. They're painful. They're super painful. Super yeah. painful. Yeah, so. And you know what I was I was thinking about? I think it was on my, we, I may have brought this up on another uh, episode. But if I was like, well, maybe, maybe I wouldn't actually do this if I was an evil genius. But if I was <laughs> an evil genius, like messing with people's equilibrium and pressures oh. of their head. That's na- that's yeah, that's nasty. Because sometimes like a flight 
it's just not well, and your head is pounding, and your ears are just oh, totally. excruciating. And you know what throws me off? It, it, like when you fly somewhere, and then you're in a hotel, and you got to go up and down the elevator. Dude, I oh, get wow. so disoriented from that. I'm yeah, busy. and it's so. It didn't even. No one touched you. No, no, yeah, not at all. So it, it seems like when you get like an ear infection, it just you want to cr- jump just, out of your skin. Yeah, it's just all of it. So it's and good. Kids are such troopers, dude. They're yeah, so tough. They are. Are yeah, dude. Watching your kid go into the uh, into the hospital bed on IV at three years old is not fun. But he is Negative. a massive trooper. So yeah, no, we got through that. Christmas was we were all healthy by Christmas Day. And Did you have a good Christmas with the with your family. Yeah, we had a really nice Christmas. We had a awesome. we were supposed to host Christmas dinner actually, but because you know the days leading up to Christmas, we were all so sick. We passed that honor on to our in laws, to my in laws. So sure. um, so we yeah, my parents came over for a Christmas dinner. We had a nice dinner, and um, you know we we had a good Christmas. So uh, we got we got done with Christmas. We got healthy. We had a good week, and then we went into the new year like. All well, which was great. Yeah. So super stoked. How about you? What did you do for New Year's? Uh, New Year's, actually, I wasn't feeling well, but I, I had a great time. We got to hang out with Good. our with our mutual friends, the Rizzies. You hung out with our friends? I did. I, I hadn't anticipated it because that probably... Here's the thing. When I sleep at other people's houses... Uh-huh. I do not sleep well. Me like, well at all. You were and a couple of days into it though, and you weren't sleeping well, right? It I always takes it always takes me like I have an adjustment period. So like the first night or two, I won't sleep well, and then I'll be fine. Yeah, I just never seem to really get there. So basically, I went from being at my family's house in Arizona for four or five days. Uh huh. Um. I slept on a bed. It's not like it, it's, that's not it. They didn't put you on like a hardwood floor or something. No, (laughs) like I had a perfectly good bed Yeah, and it's just not home. And I think your body somehow knows that. So I spent like four or five days there. Then I didn't go home. I immediately went to our other friend's house to To, house house it. it. Yeah. For another five days. Are you, are you there right now? Yeah, I am doing that again. Nice. Okay. It's, it's cool. I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, there's references you won't get right now, but after what we experienced today, I, it'll be cool to be in my own space. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it feels a, a little. Thing, it feels a little bit like your own space, though. Yeah, it's not my house, but it's definitely my own quiet space. Nice. So then, so I went like from four to five days of that to another four to five days at someone else's house, also yeah, on yeah, a yeah. bed, no problem. Like. The, Perfectly hospitable. You even had a little dog to keep you company. Little dog. Perfect little dog. <laughs> but I just wasn't breathing well. Um, I have like a, a lifelong history of, of uh, respiratory issues. So I've been dealing with it a long time. And I know when I'm like, okay, you're just being a baby right now. And no, it's time to go get help. Your medication's not working. So it wasn't working. I went to urgent care and I had a cool nurse that was super funny that's good. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to give you, like, a shot in your butt. And, yeah, grown men cry when they leave, when they get it. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate, you know, but we were, like, joking and stuff. But it actually did hurt. Um, but it Shout it was, out to cool nurses. Dude, seriously, nurses yeah, that we had a, smiles. We had a lot of cool nurses with, in and out of urgent care, too. Yeah. like We did. The last thing you need when it doesn't matter if it's an actual like tragic situation or overwhelming or dramatic, it may or may not actually be, but them perceiving that it is to you and trying to be lighthearted and trying to like be nice about it, I think is so helpful. Yeah, no, that's, that's, we had like a, yeah, it having, having great nurses when, when my son was in and out of urgent care and really not doing well was like really helpful. It was helpful for him and it was helpful for me. So yeah. No, having good nurses is amazing. Yeah, so I I had a You I, had a rough start. I had a rough start, but only physically. Like yeah, I mean yeah. that's it's just part of part of what I've been dealing with since I was a little kid. So it's just like another thing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did end up getting, you know, back to health. They put me on whatever the injection was. 
I should probably pay more attention. I probably trust a little too much, but it's basically <laughs> like a steroid. It just opens everything up. Yeah. And then I've been on um, a steroid. I think I have like two more days and I'm good. Okay. But nice. my lungs are doing a lot better. Good. I had a good vacation. My my niece and nephew, who I'm just completely in love with, like hustled me for five days. So that was nice. cool. They wore you out. Wore me out. More my niece because <laughs> she's uh she's kind of what did they say like she's kind of evil genius but like a super sweetheart too <laughs> you know what i that's mean that's part of the evil genius yeah, <laughs> yeah she's 5 i mean she's a youngster so she's learned she she hams it up she likes to perform and she got like a little drum set nice so apparently she went I didn't even know that she liked drums or anything. Usually she's five. Like, what does she yeah. like about anything? I don't sure. know. <laughs> and I got a video from my sister-in-law that she was never taught this. No one knows where she picked it up. Uh-huh. But she's at Guitar Center on one of their display drum sets. Yeah. And over her head with drumsticks counts off one, two, oh my three, gosh. four. <laughs> and then just starts banging on the drums. And then she, I forgot what the caption was with the with the video, but it's basically like, looks like we're getting her a drum set for Christmas. That's hilarious. <laughs> and they did. So they got her a little, like a kid drum set, you know? Sure. And then my nephew got a guitar. And I think that was actually his second guitar, um, which I think is really cool. I think those are the Kids are primed to start their own little family band. Yeah. And also... They're a really talented um, group of youngsters. I mean, all, already, you know, they're a tech yeah. savvy. Most kids are tech savvy because it's just what they know. They don't know yeah, then whatever else, yeah, they, like us. They figured out the iPad real quick. Very quick by, like, age three. Yeah. They're just, like, on it. Yep. But they're very talented, and she dances, and he does, like, I think he has, like, an engineering mind. Okay. Like he has a whole playroom and it's just full of like thousands and thousands of Legos and he builds like these amazing things. Like they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited for what their future brings. Nice. You know? Yeah. But the new year came in really good and also like super contemplative, I think, as well. And I guess that's like our orthodox life. We we, kind of just have to be all the time because we're trying to achieve things. But it's been good. And, and I think 2018 has been very fruitful, like personally and and for the show and for the show. Yeah, I was going to say professionally, but I was like, well, technically, we don't make money. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we pay money. But yeah, um, yeah for the show, for the show. Yeah, the show. It's been amazing. I mean, the show got its kickoff at the beginning of 2018. Technically, it might have been almost like a year to the day, which what's today? Today is the fifth. You probably won't hear this on the no. You're guaranteed to not hear this on the fifth. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we're not live. Let let me guarantee something for you. You will not hear this today. (laughs) But I do think our first official post on Instagram. It was it was January 2nd. Second. Okay, so we're almost a year to the day. Yeah, almost a year to the day that that the show started. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's super cool. Yeah. Like, Mike had to to put me in a cool perspective the other day because sometimes I just go crazy over the show. I, I think about this all day, every day. I think about everything all day, every day. It's a little... I need to learn to compartmentalize things sometimes and, and see them for what it is. But I was just like, I don't know. Are we working enough? Did we do enough? Like, da 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 Like, just, you know, I tend to, to go down that road sometimes. And... <laughs> He's like, dude, we did 18 episodes. This was an idea out of thin air, and now we have 18 episodes. Like, there's so much to be thankful for. Yeah, or I'm, whatever. I'm stoked about the 18 episodes. I mean, I not only do I like them, uh, which is cool. It's cool to help create things that you actually like. Um, but we we got to dive into really awesome conversations with our friends. And, um, and and I'm, you know, I'm literally, yeah, yeah. I'm literally scrolling through this and I'm thinking of like every person that was with us from the beginning. I mean, from the beginning it was you and I, and then, you know, our friend John and then who was what a repeat and will be on 
I think all of our friends will be on. Yeah, again. Yeah, we'll have our friends on again, of course. Like John's you been know, on two or three times. Then we had, you know, we had Officer Gomez, and we had Tony, and we had um, that one was just us, and then we had Nathan, and it just it. All, all of I mean two it, double episodes. Yeah, it just it keeps going. Like I, I just like I, I don't know that I need to name every single person here, but like um, which we did on our Instagram. Which yeah, Thank we already did. Already, so and Joseph and Jesse and Jason and I don't know if I forgot. <laughs> it's probably and the, and the people and Chelsea, the people from you know Operation Juice Box who. Um, I haven't got to meet yet, but I'm looking forward to meeting them because we're going to have them back, I think. Um, yeah. That girl is so freaking B.A., dude. Like, she's on... She not only in started Operation Juice Box, she has something else, another nonprofit that she's, like, on a board of for the Sweet. president of. So, yeah. That's awesome. Like, yeah, it'll be... it. Like, just bringing all that together in one year, in 12 months... Um, is really cool. Yeah. I I think it's really cool. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, did you did you have a favorite episode? Did you have a favorite moment? Well, so I hate to like be like name drop bot guy, but 2018 brought something completely unexpected in into my life, and it could have been anyone. It just happens to be who it was, but it could have been anyone. Yeah. When you are orthodox everyone who comes in gets someone has to they call it sponsoring you you pick a godparent you have godparents yeah but in like our culture because we're not orthodox in our culture a godparent is like well that's my niece i'm her godparent like it kind of means whatever you want it to mean yeah, I mean that's that's not true, but I also understand like why every maybe maybe every relationship is unique. Yeah, but you know, like you're saying, like, oh, you you have godchildren; they must be like five years old. That, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you think you think of your godchildren as as uh, younger, and I think a lot of times if you if you stand sponsor an adult, you just think of them as like, oh, I sponsored this person. Yeah. Um but it's still like but it's deeper it's than still that. dry yeah, the the re- it still deepens your relationship with someone for sure. Yeah. Because you actually there's actual implications that are lifelong to it. Oh yeah, I and mean that's, that's the when when we chose godparents for our children, that like one of the questions there are a couple questions we asked ourselves, like very consciously. One of the things we talked about was like who do we want to deepen our relationship with? Right. Right. That that was one of the questions we asked ourselves. Yeah. It was one the only one. It wasn't even the most important one, but it was it was a really practical one. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Absolutely. you're tied to them for life. And exa- that's the thing it, people it, don't realize. Like Exactly. If one of you guys fall off in in the eyes of the church, it doesn't matter. Your position stands or whatever, you know, the relationship stands. It may not be functional or healthy, but it doesn't change the role. Yeah. So I got asked, and I'm a knucklehead. Anyone that knows me, like, I don't go into details just to spare your ears. But (laughs) um, the fact that anyone would ask me to be their godparent, still to this day, I'm I'm not exaggerating or being dramatic. It's it's actually shocking to me. So... uh, I don't don't even know. So... To come full circle. Sorry, I got like lost in my <laughs> head there for a second. So to answer the question, I think because of the heaviness of having a gut child and to what that relationship and what that role looks like and still learning what that is and that godchild happens to be Deputy Gomez. Yeah. I think that episode is a huge standout for me because it was it's literally a, the next day that we recorded that yeah. when he asked me. Yeah. Like, no, that episode stands out for me a lot. Um, I think because, uh, and and I don't know that I have a favorite episode, but um, there are a couple. We thing- love all of these people. These are yeah. There, I'm just gonna say we're talking about all of our really good friends. Um, so and uh, but that episode stood out to me uh, particularly because of his really just like raw stories of like 
of like not only just being um, a law enforcement officer, but also like just how he used his training to, in some cases, save his life. Yeah. Um, and, and not his police training, his no, own no, 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 his own jujitsu training. Yeah, that's right. Right. So, so um, that those stories stood out to me a lot, and I thought that was cool. And I, yeah, obviously, I knew that was like a big moment for you. I mean, because we had talked about that stuff separately. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, outside of the show. So, um, so no, that that was a cool, cool episode, and I definitely know that was a big moment for you. Yeah, and the 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 funniest line. And I, dude, I still want to put this on a t-shirt. Like if we ever get around to actually doing <laughs> I know merch. exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just so funny. Cause he's a, he's a, you know, a childhood Bay area kid. And he's just like, he said something like, if anything goes crazy, Oakland will be the first place to riot. Right. You right. just want to put Oakland will be the first place to riot. Right. <laughs> just put like his name under it. Like, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> And yeah, that episode was intense. Like, and he has since, I think he launched a month after us. I mean, it's, he's in his first year too, like excelling at blue line grappling. Yeah. Blue line grappling as a, uh, as a Facebook, um, brand is just, he's pumping. Yeah. He's just pumping out. He's got shirts and patches and he's got people all over the, like people all over the country are wearing his blue line grappling shirts, which is super awesome. But it makes total sense. Like people are completely enamored with law enforcement. Like they can't get enough of dash cam videos of people getting arrested. I mean, myself (laughs) included. I was going to say, how do you know that other than you're one of those people? (laughs) Full on disclosure. I am that guy that supports these like (laughs) breakdowns of arrests and like crazy (laughs) stuff. But, but also people are, completely enamored with jujitsu now especially the past 15 years with the you know the prevalence of ufc and stuff like that so to have someone living both lives of course his brand is just gonna go nuts yeah i'd say um another cool moment for me i really um i think the 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 talk on art impacted me a lot um so that was so good so much so that um i bought my wife a reprint of a Rothko and had it framed for Christmas. You did? Yeah. That would have been an awesome Instagram post. Uh, it's still or good. It's still good. It's be. going to be. It's going to be. That's so cool because it's hard I'll to tell sometimes. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Like sometimes it, it, this can just become like work and it, I have to sit down and be like, we did throw something out that we need to remember. Like, yeah, these yeah, need yeah. to be memorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Like, so yeah, I, uh, how'd she receive it? Like, she she loved it. Uh, it's great. Up, so she wanted to do like a a gallery wall behind our behind our uh, couch. So we want like right now we have three pieces of art up there. One from uh, an artist in San Francisco that we just both love, um, and he they do. Um, I don't know the right name of it. They do this like particular kind of print. So they like, you know, organize all this stuff in a particular way and then they push paper onto it and they print it. And then they like, and they like, Oh, do they're physical objects. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. molding almost. Yeah. And of. they print on the mold and then they like, so they make like only a limited number of these prints. Yeah. They're not like printed off a computer. Um, and then, and so we bought one of their pieces. We have that on the wall. One of the one of the really old ladies at our church, actually, uh, I'll, her name is Dorothy. Um, she was an artist when she was younger. And we have a uh, a flower pot piece that she painted. We we bought it at a silent auction. Um, so that's on our wall. That's great. And then we have the Rothko on the wall. And so um, we're uh, we're working to like do an art collection wall basically it's it's gonna it's a real slow process because i mean even like the reprints aren't super expensive but like they're expensive enough that you can't just buy it all at once yeah and Uh, you got they got to be framed and they got it yeah they got to be framed and they got to fit well so anyway so that that's right so that was impactful enough that that's what i bought my wife for christmas so um that was cool that is cool and the i i think tony was and still is i mean we see him fairly regularly. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't s- talk a lot, but like... We see him We see him on the weekends. He's such a good dude. Yeah, he is a super good dude. And 
I, I really did like that episode. And art was one of those things that had been kind of like in my head. Like I've said it before. I'm kind of like not totally interested in a lot of things. And I'm not even totally interested in the things I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even drumming. I don't nerd out like sure. people But do. you could totally nerd out on art. Yeah. And it's like there's a lot there. And it's it actually is insane. Like... I mean, I'll never like one of the other memorable moments from that art episode was when uh, you talked about the art, the candy in the corner art piece. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> and you were like, oh, this is stupid. And then he told you what it was. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that is. Yeah. Like, it's like, whoa, that went from being stupid to being really like profound. Awesome. Like, yeah. 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 Like, and that was just a reflection on me of how quickly and immediately something needs to be understood and then moved on from. That's totally. I mean, me, you know? I mean, that's not. I mean, I understand why you're saying that, but think about how we do that with social media. Yeah. Right. Instagram's can, pictures, and none of us value those pictures. Nope. We look at it and we're like, "Oh, that looks cool. Move on." Right. I right. like that, or I don't like it. Move on. And you forget about it within seconds. Yeah. Not even minutes. Seconds. Seconds later, you forget about it. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, that I I like that was definitely those like. Everything, I, I really enjoyed so much of what we did, but those are some of the things that were like, boom, I remember those. Yeah. Um, like, then they in, like, they had like a long term impact on me, I'd say. That's really cool. Yeah. And I probably should go back and at least like review show notes because I think I threw up some, some pictures on Instagram or wherever on my time at the, the Phoenix. What is it? The Phoenix something art museum. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the candy yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was one artist there that was a local artist. And I don't know if the person ever got famous, but these pictures were so insane. Like they were just, I can't describe them right now, but sure. I never thought that I would appreciate art. Mm-hmm. Like we're in a room right now and there's like a cheesy painting of like a sailboat and a bridge or like yeah. flowers or in something. And these like weird, like it's, it's in it's that like sort of thing. It's, a, it's in the, like, yeah, it's like a reprint impressionist style, but it's just sort of like cheesy. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, if that's what art is. And then like you go to these art museums and completely unexpected, you're like, oh, this totally stands out to me. Like I need to have this guy's work. Yes. And that's what I think is cool about art. And that could be anything. That that could probably be the same with literature, poetry, music. Yeah. All that. Like, oh, I hate country. And, dude, that's something new to me. I've been listening to country. I never, ever... This isn't New Year. Completely. (laughs) I'm like, country? Me? I have moments where I really can enjoy some country music a lot. Um, But those moments are a little bit far between overall sure and unless it's like are, really unless it's like classic country like I, I it's it's cliche now but like i could listen to i could listen to johnny cash and hank williams like almost any moment yeah I just i just it just feels very timeless but like i i don't i can't listen to a lot of modern country or contemporary country it's no, just I like think you gotta dig to find it's really country. like cheesy pop if it's on the radio right but then people like johnny cash are fantastic uh, bridge builders because oh totally it's, it's legit to the genre but dude I don't I don't even think hip hop guys would go around and be like oh Johnny Cash is terrible like it's no, just a lot not of hip hop Snoop Dogg is all about Johnny Cash yeah so there are those people who are true to what they're doing and still bring the masses in yeah and I totally. actually appreciate that yeah 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 these people that are like I saw him first. I was there when there was 10 people in the audience. Cool. I hope you build their audience because they're trying to do a thing. Like, yeah. it's not your thing. I, I, I totally can, like, I don't, what's the right word? I totally, like, just understand that. Excuse me. Um, like, there's a part of you, when you go see a band, and you, you really love a band, and you get to see them in a, like a small club and it's all perfect. And then one day they're playing an amphitheater and you're like, I was there in the club and you want it to be like that. Right. Right. And then there's a nut like in, and, and as long as you can pull yourself away and understand that these people are trying to do this for a living. <laughs> right. Right. You realize like you want them to be successful, 
But then like you're like, but I don't want them to be successful also because I want <laughs> it to just be in a club or a theater yeah, forever. I don't exactly. want it to be in an amphitheater. But no, I, I totally get that though. <laughs> so that's cool that you actually, you know, took from the episode and applied it. I, yeah, that was that was awesome. just that's sort of the most concrete example. So um yeah, no. And uh I just I just think we had a cool year and I'm really happy I'm really happy with the episodes and with the people we got to interview and I'm happy Absolutely. that we're uh we're meeting new friends and we're bringing new people in, um, people that we maybe both don't know well together. Um, and, and we'll definitely see that in 2019. Yeah. And we didn't really see that in 2018. Uh, 2018 was a lot of mutual friends, but in 2019 we're, we're, we've got some new people coming in, um, that, that, you know, you knew from high school or, and, and they've, done something crazy or been through something crazy or are working on something and, and they're going to share that kind of stuff with us. Um, but I might not know them or maybe I'll bring someone in that you don't know well that, yeah. and they're working on something or building something or they, um, they have a story they need to share with people. Uh, so, and uh, that's what it, I kind of compare this to being a band. Anyone who's been in a band, um, that literally from was from the ground up, pre even pre like main internet where there's yeah. no because now it's 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 facilitated in a way that you can be independent and still kind of control the trajectory but back in the day you're just like okay we all play an instrument kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> my dad said we could use the garage yep that's let's, fine let's start playing let's do it okay now go tell all our friends uh because we're playing at this coffee shop or this backyard that's what we were. We were yeah. like, hey, all of our friends who we think are cool, please listen to our stuff and also talk to and us. Yeah, come come <laughs> hang out with us. But at a certain point, you hope that the momentum builds and that you start seeing unfamiliar faces at the show. Which so is, that's sort of... That's what yeah, we want. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want, and I think that's where we're at. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, we want to learn, we want to grow, and we want to talk to not everyone. <laughs> we want to talk to people though. Like, I mean, we've even got opportunities this year for people to come in, uh, like to make friends with new people that neither one of us know right now. Yeah. Like that's, that's a total possibility. We've had some, we've had some interest in people coming on and, uh, we, you know, we might, we might be able to, to make some of those things happen. Yeah, exactly. So I think 2019, I mean, and there's probably a ton more we can reflect on. Oh, there, there absolutely like is. Endless. Yeah, we just don't need to bore people with yeah. hours of our own reflections. 2019, we'll have a lot of new things, though. We'll have a new format. Yep, that's correct. Which you'll hear. Uh, I'm not, we don't have to tell you what it is. You'll hear it. Yeah, you'll probably just, by yep. the time you hear this, you'll be like, oh, they have a new format. Oh, it's a new format. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, cool. That's cool yeah. and exciting. Um, hopefully some other new things. Hopefully we have some merch this year. Yep. That could be a new 2019. That could be a show resolution. I think so. You know? I think so. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, a, a good, you know, like a good season two. Yeah. And, and we hope to introduce you guys to some new and interesting things as well. Yeah, totally. And so I have a question. Okay, shoot. Where, where, or to what extent do you think New Year's resolutions are valid in, you know? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I know what you mean. Are, are they valid? Do we just make them because we do, but nobody keeps them? Uh, so there's, there's a, uh, a business consultant guru person, I don't know what you call him, that I listen to. Uh, I read his books. Uh, his name is John Acuff. He's funny, really. Uh, that's he does a lot of this like business goal setting talk, but he's also really funny, which is why I like him. Um, yeah. So um, he always talks about how many people keep their goals and what is the percent. I want to say like it's got to be pretty low. Yeah, the people that I want I want to say it's like twelve percent of people keep their goals through the new year or something like that. It's really low. Um, but one of the things that when he talks about goal setting that always struck me is like, if you, if you set a 30 day goal, uh, most people will quit on day two. 
So that's like the 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 hump. Day Just two. Yeah. Get the, to three. Get to day and three, then, and it's like your percentage for completing your goal if you get to day three is like astronomical. Really? Yeah. The other what thing. A, that's crazy. The other thing about goal setting, and and you and I mentioned this a couple minutes ago before we started to record, is like if you're the setter of the goal, right? You also get to interpret the success of the goal. So, yeah. for instance, so so this goes back to to, to John Acuff. Um, this was two years ago. He had a goal of reading. I want to say, I it, we could look it up. Uh, it's I want to say he wanted to read 152 books in one year. Wow! And so that's super ambitious. And so, like, I'll, he he did this in multiple different ways. Um, he was reading just novels that he wanted to always read, uh, like an actual like paper book. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was reading books on his Kindle. He was reading eBooks. Uh, he was reading books via Audible, so audiobooks. And then there were other books that interested him by um, that some of them I actually picked up. Uh, one was a guy who does cartoons. Uh, so like kind of classic style of cartoons, but in a new sort of like contemporary way. And then there were other books that he read that were like um, really interesting children's books. And so he was like at ah, the end, okay. so at the end of the thing, I mean, so he was reading tons of different stuff, right? But at the end of the day, I remember I, I saw him speak live uh, at a bookstore. Actually, he was releasing a book, and uh, uh, my wife and some of my friends went to to this book release. And um, you know, he he held up one was of the he at cellar door. No, it was at a Barnes and Noble in Irvine. Oh, um, but. He held up one of the books he was reading, which was a children's book, and he was like, this is one of, like, he was like, who says that, you know, people tell me that this doesn't count. But he was like, who says this it's doesn't count? It's not a count? thousand pages. Yeah, yeah. He's like, who <laughs> says it doesn't count? I made the goal. I could tell you that it counts. I'm the one who made the goal for myself, <laughs> right? So um, right. So to answer your question in a, you know, timely manner, at least, uh, I, I think that uh, goals are valid, and but but they're also interpreted by the goal setter, right? So um, that's a good person. I, I, yeah, that's interesting. So and so one of the things about goal setting, I think too, that's important. And this is really that the guy who I'm talking about, John Acuff. One of his big things about goal setting is like you're always fighting against yourself and perfectionism. So like, let's say I have a goal. One of my New Year's resolutions is to read 15 minutes every day, right? So let's say that today has been a busy day. I started out at 7.30 in the morning leaving my house. It is 2.30 something in the afternoon here. I haven't been home yet today since I left the house this morning. Right. So I haven't read yet today. So my goal is to read 15 minutes a day. And the reason I have that goal is because typically I like to read. And last year I didn't do a lot of reading. The year before I read 30 something books like in 2017. Last year I maybe read like four. And so okay. this year, I want to read more books. So one of the ways I want to accomplish that is by reading a little bit every day. And so um, so perfectionism would say, like, let's say I end up not reading 15 minutes today. Let's just say something happens. I, you know, it just doesn't work out. Like the perfectionist in, in all of us would say, well, you didn't, you didn't, you, your New Year's resolution is already shot. Yeah. You missed it. Stop. You might, why read tomorrow? You already missed your resolution. You broke it. You didn't keep it. As opposed to, well, tomorrow I got to do twenty minutes for the, and then the day yeah, after either, that is twenty. Either minutes. either tomorrow I'll do thirty, or or maybe tomorrow I'll just do fifteen, and I missed fifteen today. Oh well. That's just at yeah. the end of the year. If I still read fifteen, I, I'm gonna at, at this pace. You know, I'm on pace to read fifteen to twenty five books this year. At the end of the year, if I read fifteen to twenty five books, if I missed fifteen minutes today, did I not keep my resolution right? Right. So, like, one of the ways to think through that is just to to fight perfectionism and say like okay i wanted to work out three days a week and last week i only worked out two next week i can work out four or five or i could just keep on my schedule and just keep going yeah so i do think that resolutions are valid but we have to think through them in a way where it's not like well my goal was to exercise five days a week and i only exercised twice last week so i didn't keep my new year's resolution so i might as well just move on with my life yeah, yeah, that, that's right. And, and I fight and against that, you know. I get stuck in that too. I, and I think everybody does. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I was 
I particularly with the podcast, like, oh man, we should have been at X and we're only at Y. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, if we do an extra one and then we do an extra one, it, it, it just it becomes obsessive. The point is not yes. obsession, it's doing. Yeah, and hopefully doing something where you're you're doing what you want to do and hopefully you're doing it well. Yeah. If, if or at least enjoying it. Because it's all like real time and real space, like in your head and in your life. If you're obsessing about the fact that you didn't go to the gym, maybe you should just go to the gym. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Just go do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No obsession. Just go do it. You that's, didn't do it, go do it. And that's one of, that's actually, so at, at work we do this. Uh, I have five colleagues that work directly out of my office. And um, every year we pick a word of the year. And it's sort of like a guiding, and we check in every week. Every single week we check in at our staff meeting on what's your word. And the word is really how are you doing it, not just not how you how you doing with it just like as it relates to your work, but really how are you doing as it relates to your personal life. Mm. Um, and so this year, um, my, my goal is to be, well, my goal is to be active in my own life. And so like, and, and I chose that word because like as I'm watching my kid, my oldest child is only three, but like it's so easy to go to work and come home every day and go to work and come home every day. And, and, and I mean, those are good. I come home, I, you know, I get to spend a little bit of time with my kid and then we all eat dinner together. And then I, you know, help like we either go on a walk or we go take a bath and then he goes to bed and my wife puts the baby to bed. But like, it's really easy to get stuck in a rhythm where like you don't, and you sort of just become passive in your own life because this is just the rhythm of your life. Right. Um, and so I really want to be focused on like that rhythm. I want to be conscious of that rhythm and make sure that I'm like doing the things that I want to be doing in my life as, as we go through. So like one of those things would be reading more. So I want to put aside mm -hmm. 15 minutes in the morning when I wake up instead of like in it in 15 minutes, really becomes 30 or 45 minutes really quickly. Because what happens in the morning is I wake up and I have a cup of coffee, but instead of flipping through Instagram and Facebook and whatever else, I um, um, I will, you know, I'll read. And then that reading becomes like, well, I don't have to leave for work for, you know, and 60, I don't have to leave for work for an hour, so I'll read for 35 minutes and then I'll just jump in the shower and go to work. Yeah. Which, it, it, so... It's also really about being on your phone less too because that's, that's where I like, it's about, I, I really want to be thoughtful about like pushing away those like thoughtless moments where I'm just like flipping through my phone and my, I'm being brain dead. Yeah. So anyway, that's sort of like, yeah, that's sort of my focus this year. And I, and I like that. Yeah. I like that and I appreciate that. And I think I might have a similar, a similar um, outlook, I think, because... I've realized, you know, I'm seeing everywhere, even in my own family, outside of the family, comics are joking about it, like the borderline illiteracy of like kids, like no one reads. Yeah. They're going to be adults very soon and they're still not going to be good at reading or... That is super true, I think, for most of our... Yeah. Our, um, the way we're going. And it's becoming true for me. I mean, it's it's something I've been very, very hot about or very, very cold. Yeah. Like, I'm going to read all summer. I'm just going to read. It's going to be fun. I love it. And then the next summer, that's not even to say, like, the rest of the year, I probably didn't read either. And then next summer comes up, and I'm like, I'm not about reading. Whereas, like, get past your emotions and whatever your decision-making is. You need to read because it's actually not only good for comprehension, it's actually good for your brain itself. Yeah. That physical yeah. structure. It's good for a lot of things. <clears throat> Right. It's good for language and how you talk, how you communicate, writing, your yeah. writing skills. So I'm going to piggyback off of you. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. be more J intentional about Jump my on. reading. Jump on. Yeah. But for me my main focus and like we were talking about off the podcast um there are some things about just like who just introspection that I'm not satisfied with who I am as a person uh -huh. and I'm not saying this in a disparaging way because I, it's interesting that anytime like you self-reflect and it's not just the absolute most joyous thing people think like you're getting down on yourself and that kind of bothers me a uh -huh. little bit because 
I when I reflect, not it, like sometimes life is super joyous and sometimes it's not, and it's not because of me. I, I mean, it's not joyous because of my behavior, my actions. So when yeah. I'm reflecting on it, I'm like, oh, I have to change that because it's just not a good thing to be. Yeah, I don't, that is. I don't know like, why anyone would be down on that. That's exactly like how you should think through your life, right? Right. <laughs> that's but not, it's like, that well, sounds like how you should do it. It gets somehow interpreted as lack of focus, lack of direction, lack of confidence. Uh, oh, you're just beating yourself up. And it's like, well, maybe but you maybe, don't know my depths. That's yeah, and, but is. maybe like maybe a person's life is not going in the direction they want be, literally because of the choices and actions they're taking. Yeah, that's it. And it's you're just simple. like, I want my life to go in this other direction. And in order to get it to go there, I need to stop this direction <laughs> and start this direction. Right. That's the, that just the literal word. Be for weird re- that people like, would be down on that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just, it just comes off as like lacking confidence. And I'm like, this isn't making more, me more lost. It's making me more focused. Totally. Yeah. I'm uprooting. So I think for me, for this year, my, um, you know, to go off of like what you guys do at work. Yeah. I, I think my word for the year, I don't, I don't remember if you said it was a reflection or you're predicting it, but, or setting it, like saying it and doing it. Yeah, it's, it's a say and do. Yeah. Okay. So this is, so this is the direction I want to head and I want to focus on this thing or that yeah. thing or whatever. So for me, I think, uh, being honest, just truth. Uh huh. My this past year, 2018, end of 20, 2017 into 2018, and particularly the end of 2018, uh-huh. has been professionally stressful for me uh-huh. because I'm so focused on the opinions, the positive opinions of other people. But those aren't people that I particularly should be worried about their opinions or their thoughts for yeah. five seconds. And to be truthful with myself about how I approach situations, like not just like outright lies to people's face. I'm talking about like if someone's telling you a story and it involves cheating, I'm just making this up off the cuff, but it involves cheating, but like she was like a hot girl. You're being deceptive if you laugh at that. You're being a liar if you encourage that. So that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, just integrity type stuff. Gotcha. Not bold-faced lies to people's faces, just... Just being honest with yourself about what you're doing and yeah. how you're doing it. And if I'm being a knucklehead, which I'm, like I said before, I'm totally known for, it, it's not uncommon. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Eric would totally do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I need to not do that anymore. It's not self-deprecating. I just need to not do it. It's not lack it's not of good confidence. For, it's not good for you. Yeah. Whatever it is. Whatever that thing is, sure. I just need to stop doing it. Sure. And it requires a level of introspection and truth. Yeah. So my goal this year is to be more truthful with people, whether that be in so, communication sure. or behavior. It sounds like being truthful with yourself, too. That's kind of what it Over sounds like, too. Far more, I need to be more truthful with myself than others. Yeah. Yeah. No, sounds like a slogan. That's a great, right? That's right. A, I think it's a great goal. So I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, believer in new year's resolutions so So to answer that question that i posed earlier because it maybe it's completely arbitrary like why do we have a fiscal new year another new year uh ecclesiastical new year is that what you would say yeah like there's all kinds of new years for all kinds of different reasons it doesn't really matter outside of what they designate it like how it applies to your life if if January 1st is your new way, yeah, then do okay. That's perfect, and everyone else, it doesn't matter. Yep. But maybe at the same time, it gets these bad raps is because we go on social media and we talk about it at, at, at length, and then we don't do it. Well, then there comes the truth part. You're not being truthful with yourself about what's happening. Yeah. So maybe don't post your resolutions, or maybe post one. Or I don't know. Yeah, or you, I mean, another another good thing is, like, find someone, like, maybe find, like, so, like, at home, my wife and I, we sit down every every January, and we talk about, like, the, uh, the 10 best things that happened the year before. Um, and we did, I mean, we went out to dinner, and we did this on Thursday. Um, 
which would have been like the third of January. Um, so we sat down and we talked about what, what, what just, you know, we're having a good time reading a nice meal. So it's easy to sort of reflect and say like, what was really awesome last year? What, what really like, what were we trying to accomplish that we did? Um, what was really memorable? What was just the most fun thing? Um, and so we do that and then we say like, okay, um, dinner's over. Like, you know, we have a, we have a little book journal we keep them in. What are the, what are the, you know, the, the, the three to five things we want to accomplish this year. What, you know, like pay down debt, um, exercise this amount of times per week and here's how we're going to do it. Uh, read more. Like I said, you know, um, you know, go, go, go to the doctor and get a physical. That's one of the things I've been like wanting to do that. I just, I had a schedule this year and like the fall and then the doctor canceled on me and I need to redo it. And it's been a couple of years. So it was like one of those things like, you know, I want to like, I want to make sure I'm healthy, like go to the doctor, you know, it's just like, it's those sorts of things where it's, they're attainable. Um, but at the end of the year, kind of like the podcast, you look back and you're like, wow, I read 25 books this year. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and, and they were these, you know, the, they were the things I wanted to do. So you're like, it's very like, it's trying to be really, you know, intentional about like how you go through your year. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm with you. I think that like, I think New Year's resolutions are valid and we just need to make sure that we have someone there with us to say, hey, how, how are you doing that? Have you been exercising? Right. right. Did you schedule your appointment? Um, you know, are you reading every day? Yeah. Th- those sorts of things. Yeah, exactly. I think that helps. So we give uh, resolutions a, uh, a big thumbs a up. A big thumbs up. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this is going to be a fun year, and I think it's going to be a fun year for the show, like we've talked about. I'm excited about it. Um, and, uh, yeah. I am, too. And we we do hope you guys appreciate it and what and enjoy we're doing it. and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all and, of those things. Yeah. And we've got a fun thing uh, going on this year for you, and we hope that we hope you enjoy it. We hope that it is new and improved. And, um, yeah, we hope you have a good 2019. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year.